right, everybody. Welcome back to the Westside Sports Podcast. My name, as always, is Dakota Ezri, and this is a first test. This is uh, the first podcast. Very exciting. Thank you for everybody who's been asking, talking questions about it, giving me recommendations. Much appreciated. But here we go. First of all, um, if anybody has any comments, questions, things, topics you want, you want me to cover, put that in on the Facebook group, Sports in the, in the Northwest. I'll be sure to uh, answer as many as I can. I apologize for any fillers. This is my first time uh, going at this, so we'll see how it goes. But first of all, I just want to say thank you to everybody for your continued support. It means the world to me. And with that getting started, obviously the NFL draft happened to happen this week. Um, a couple things I'll go through. I won't you know, give you the full details of every single thing that's happened uh, through the draft because that gets a little bit tiring. But obviously we started with Charles Cross, offensive tackle from Mississippi State. 21 years old, 6'5", 307. Uh, absolute animal, nasty, uh, specialist as, as a pass blocker. We run down to Boye Mafe, Minnesota. Incredibly explosive player. Um, huge upside, very Cliff Averill-like. Um, a lot of my comps will be for Seattle players because that's obviously what I've known and what I've covered for for the longest time being. But after that, we go down to Kenneth Walker, Michigan State. Uh, he was a Doak Award winner, top running back in the country last year, 1,600 total yards, 18 touchdowns. Uh, Abraham Lucas, Washington State offensive tackle. Uh, very simple, man of faith, man of family. He's going to come in and compete at right tackle. Him and Jake Curran are going are gonna to battle for that, so that's going to be very intriguing to see what happens with there. My favorite pick of this draft, funny enough, is Kobe Bryant. Um, I was a big, big Kobe Bryant fan when I was younger. Um, for many, many reasons, but that's not for what this podcast specifically is today. Um, six foot one, 193, Jim Thorpe Award winner in 2021 for top DB in the nation. His career number is 134 tackles, nine interceptions, four for four, forced fumbles. So he's got plenty of potential when it comes to the outside. Tariq Woolen, very intriguing prospect, wide receiver turned DB at the University of Texas San Antonio. Tyreek Smith, Ohio State D-end, Bo Melton, wide receiver from Rutgers, very Doug Baldwin-like. Derek Young's kind of like a kind of like a smaller version of uh, DK Metcalf, so it's going to be very intriguing to see. Congre- uh, congratulations to the Seattle Sounders for your incredible win and for the uh, just the rep you're giving to our to our state right now. Um, I'm going to transfer into the Mariners here in a little bit, but I just want to touch on the Seattle when it comes to everything that they've been doing. It's been very impressive. Uh, the drafts from everybody coming across the board, Danny, uh, Danny Kelly of the Ringer, uh, Trey Wingo, Joe Fan. You know, a lot of people question the pick at running back. I know Brock Heward was really big on the running back. I really enjoy him. I thought he was a talented player in college. The stats prove it. But it's kind of, you know, taking the player at the current position is what a lot of people come down to when it comes to that. But with that being said, the majority of this podcast today is just going to be a test trial, see how this all goes. Um, I'm really going to be looking for comments. Um, from um, Once I have this up, then I can get my Spotify up and running. They require me to have one live podcast up before I can actually announce my podcast on Spotify and then we'll go to Google and Apple Podcasts as well but we'll start on Spotify since that's a little more user friendly at least for me and for other people that is with that being said a little bit of a transition here um Seattle Mariners have been struggling ladies and gentlemen um as a diehard Mariners fan of myself it's been incredibly painful to watch this I'm not going to sugarcoat anything it's been uh it's been painful you know we have uh, not been able to hit, hit the baseball much of anything recently um 
we haven't scored more than three runs in our last eight games. Uh, last night, it's even more painful when you guys, you know, Mike Zanino, and I love my Mike Z. Uh, he'll forever be a Mariner legend in my opinion because of just his framing and his uh, locker room presence. He was an excellent leader. But uh, when a Mariner, ex-Mariner hits a home run against us, it hurts a little bit more. So, with that being said, uh, yeah, we, we took an L last night. I got a couple, I got a bunch of takeaways from the last week. And with that, let's just roll right into it. Uh, Mariners poor season in Tampa. We had the, uh, the one game where we came across uh, like gangbusters. Had a, set, a lucky seven-run inning past that. The rest is history, unfortunately. Uh, Mitch, grade two, high ankle sprain. Not going to cut it, unfortunately. Um, and his numbers, his stat track numbers are not good this year, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what more. I'm not going to slice it, pretty it up. Um, he's not been able to find his stride, him being hurt. Uh, grade two high ankle sprains are usually six to eight weeks, so there's a good chance you probably won't see him probably till like the mid of June at the earliest, and they're gonna have to send him on a rehab assignment. So it could be like after the All Star break, which obviously offensively is going to hurt us. But um, you know that's unfortunately the way the cookie crumbles. So uh, Miami series ups and downs. Yeah, everybody was excited, myself included, to see Julio get on the board with his first home run. That was incredibly exciting to see. Kids got natural raw athleticism, power, traits, the right mindset. Um, he's got leadership at a young age. He, the, the 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 sky is the ceiling for that man. It really is. He can do whatever he wants. I think he's uh, a little more Ronald Acuna than he would be Juan Soto. Juan Soto's a little bit more smooth of an athlete. Not saying that J-Rod J isn't smooth, but just his physical size, his presence is more Ronald Acuna than it is Juan Soto to me. I know that was kind of the comps I've been saying for a while. Logan's just been Logan, man. Uh, Logan, Walter, whatever you want to call him. We need him tonight. Uh, we need a bounce back in the worst way today. Um, it's been tough. It's been really tough to see what's been going on with our offense. Our offense has been non-existent, like I touched on earlier. It's hard to figure out where exactly it goes and it starts and where it's going to end. Um, it was great to see last night that Jesse Winker, Adam Frazier were able to get on the home run, get, get off the snide, especially Winker with how important Winker is to our offense. With that being said, though, um, you got to be able to hit, hit the ball. If you can't hit the ball, then you're going to have problems. You're going to run into it wherever you go, and it's not going to matter what you're able to do with it. It's just a matter of are you able to do it, if that makes sense. Um, it's a little bit of a weird way to say that, but um, you got you to hit the ball. You know, baseball is all about, you know, these days it's offense, 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 offense. You got to have complimentary pitching, but if you don't have the offense, then you're putting yourself in a position to fail, which we've been recently. Logan being the AL player of the month uh, for good reason. He's the first player since 1997 to have an ERA of, of uh, less than one, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, Julio has been on a tear recently. Uh, he struggled last night, which isn't too much of any shocker because recently it's that's kind of how it's been, unfortunately. Um, his offense has been spotty, sporadic, whatever term you want to you know put in for it. It's you know, he hits a ball, he gets on base, his speed plays, people are very recognizing that his speed is a weapon. You know, he worked very hard in the offseason on this with trimming down his body and trying to get himself into the leanest uh, grade possible to when he can move easily and it's not putting more wear and tear on his body considering he's so big that usually guys that big don't move that easily or fluently for that, for that matter. Marco Gonzalez versus Jake Odorizzi was... Uh, Okay, 
Uh, Marco was pretty good. Uh, Odorizzi was, you know, Odorizzi, he's not great. You know, uh, referencing Locked On Mariners podcast, uh, they would talk about J.J. Odorizzi being essentially like a, a cheap man's number five starter, which is what he is in a, you know, in retrospect, I guess. He's nothing overly flashy. He's nothing overly great. He's got a couple pitch mix up, and he, if he hits his spots, he's he's reasonable. If he doesn't hit his spots, he's not really you know usable. So, unfortunately, not be able to pull that win out. Not be able to get to get the dub that day. But overall, um, I've been doing some research because a lot of people. I'm on Twitter for the record at PNW Professor is my Twitter handle. Um, I do a really nice job of trying to have an unbiased, non-emotional opinion and see things from a very uh, management, you know, sky-level view and try and keep my emotions out of it. Because as a fan, like I am myself, it gets sometimes it gets hard separating yourself from being a fan versus being, you know, an analyst. And that's what I pride myself on being. This is why I have this podcast is because I see things in a different way. Um, I want to express my voice. I want to get my name out there. I want people to hear what I have to say. And I want, you know, I'm looking forward to comments and uh, ideas and people just looking to see what they want me to cover and whatnot. Um, besides when it comes to Mariners, Seahawks, Kraken, uh, Kraken one is going to be specifically in the off season. So we'll see what that happens. Um, obviously, disappointing season for the Kraken. Maddie has been absolutely sensational. Really excited to see what the future is there. Um, Jake and Stacy, we've been covering a great thing with that, with uh, the ping pong balls and the draft lottery and whatnot. So we'll see what happens with that. But overall, um, this is a little bit of a shorter podcast today. Um, these will be longer. I'm probably going to be doing these probably 20 to 25 minutes on average podcast. If you guys want a longer podcast, shorter podcast, if you guys want one longer one or multiple shorter ones, please let me know down in the comment section. I'll be sure to read those and uh, input that into my future podcasts. But with that being said, once again, I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening to today's to, uh, today's podcast. This is just my first one. I will get better with time. I've never done this before, but this is very exciting for me. This has been my passion for a long time, and I intend upon using this for, for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm also on YouTube, Westside Sports Podcast. I'm going to be posting up. I'm going to get myself a 4K webcam and uh, doing some live videos to give me a little bit of different perspective. Put a name to a face or put a face to a name. That was a great turnaround. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you, for everybody, for listening to today's podcast. Um, put these up probably once a week, twice a week, seeing what you guys want. And with that being said, thank you so much for watching. See us rise. Go Mariners. And let's go and get this W today.